This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. A world first at Toronto General Hospital, a woman kept alive without lungs for six days before receiving a double lung transplant. Dr. Shaf Keshavji is the director of Toronto General Hospital's lung transplant program. He joins us today. Hello, Dr. Keshavji. Hi, how are you? I'm well, and this is an incredible story. So maybe take me back to why Melissa Benoit ended up in your hospital. So um, Melissa has a, a lung disease uh, called cystic fibrosis, and uh, ultimately patients with cystic fibrosis get damage to their lungs where they need a lung transplant. And she was getting very close to that. And then she was tipped over the edge with uh, an influenza infection. She had H1N1 virus and ended up on a breathing machine, a ventilator. And so uh, we realized we weren't going to be able to get her off the ventilator. And so we completed her assessment for lung transplant and started to move towards uh, lung transplantation for her. Then uh, what happened is she got sicker where she we couldn't support her adequately on just a ventilator, a breathing machine. So we uh, placed her on an extracorporeal lung support, which is the artificial lung machine. And we can bridge some patients to uh, lung transplantation while they wait for an organ donor in that way. And it's, they're, they're quite sick when that happens. Unfortunately, when some patients um, develop an uncontrollable infection in the lungs, despite the machine support, we just can't keep them alive. And that's what happened to Melissa. She had a severe infection in her lungs, and we were on maximal powerful antibiotics, maximal uh, doses of of, um, drugs to support her, her blood pressure and still uh, couldn't couldn't keep her blood pressure up. And we therefore uh, resorted to thinking that the only way we could save her that day would be to remove the source of the infection, which would be to remove both lungs. And um, we, we did that, and so that was the unique uh, situation where we took both lungs out and prepared uh, the equipment, the pumps, the extracorporeal lung support machine to support her blood pressure, uh, and then uh, used an ovalung to support uh, the right side of her heart circulation to replace the lung circulation, if you will, so that the heart has something to beat through and return blood through the right side of the heart. And we took her back to the intensive care unit basically with no lungs on on this artificial heart and lungs. And uh, six days later, we were able to obtain suitable lungs for her, and uh, we performed a, a bilateral lung transplant operation and then took her off the support machines. For six days, she depended on that machine then because she had no lungs. Exactly. I mean, in, in effect, she was an artificial heart artificial lung and artificial kidney for six days. 
Why the six days? Was it waiting for the suitable lungs or was it waiting for her to be able to accept any transplant donation? No, it was waiting for the suitable lungs. I mean, it was just, you know, we have to wait for an organ donor and we were very lucky uh, that we obtained the lung in time. And that was the big unknown. I mean, if nobody knew this was possible and nobody knew that this would be possible for how long. And so it was a matter of getting her through that day and then hoping that we could keep her in good enough condition for long enough till we get a lung. And how is she doing now? I mean, she's she's doing amazingly well now. She's, you know, uh, being sick for so long, she was quite weak and everything. She's up and about now. She's taking her kid to school. She's, you know, she just said that a they went as a family to the aquarium and, you know, is out living life. Oh, my gosh, with her new lungs. But back to the fact that, first of all, this speaks volumes for, again, the need for more organ donations. But also, any idea how long you would be able to keep someone alive without their lungs? Because maybe that's the problem, especially when you're talking about cystic fibrosis. They yeah. may not last as long as waiting for the, the right lungs. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, we don't know the answer to that, and, and I think we learned a lot. I mean, people said, well, when did you sort of celebrate that you were successful? And I said, well, we knew she was going to die that afternoon. So when we took her lungs out and completely and had her on the full support and she was stable and we were able to withdraw the blood support drugs, we knew that in concept we'd created a a reasonable or an adequate support system. The next thing would be, how long could that last? And I think, you know, the answer is we don't really know, and we're going to do that now as a study to to say, um, you know, if we get into this kind of a predicament with other patients in the future, it's been uniformly fatal in the past, uh, we now have another option. Uh, and and we'll try and develop criteria to say who would be a candidate for this, you know. I know I've got a lot of listeners saying, wow, that is incredible, and what hope for people who have been struggling with different lung diseases. Dr. Kasavji, thank you so much for sharing the story with us. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling. Dr. Shaf Kishavji is the director of Toronto General Hospital's Lung Transplant Program. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.